Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, Faith Mamas, and welcome back to another episode of Faith Mama Monday's podcast. We are so excited that you are here today, and I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned, if you are loving this podcast, like loving it, and you listen every single week, I encourage you to do two things. Number one, make sure you click follow on SoundCloud so that you can be notified every single time there's a new episode. And number two, make sure you check out the website. There's tons of awesome goodies in there, including Love in London bracelets and also um, tons of T-shirts and all types of stuff. So make sure you check us out at www.faithmamas.com. Now I'm going to throw it right over to Jernice as she brings us in with the Mom Life Roll Call. And I'm going to jump on top of what you said before we have the Mom Life Roll Call. So you guys pardon our rogueness a little bit this week. But let me tell you something about that Faith Mama store that Dominique just mentioned. Um, you know, a lot of the items you're going to find there are going to be reminders and things to help support you as you listen to the different topics we've talked about. So definitely make sure you check them out because we want to make sure, you know, God's giving us some awesome ideas to help you guys have amazing reminders that are pretty fashionable, by the way, might I add, um, that you will enjoy for yourself or maybe even someone that you know that you like to encourage. So definitely check that out. Um, so listen, that's enough about this So Let's talk about Mom Life Roll Call. So for those who it may be like your first time listening in, the Mom Life Roll Call is a segment of the podcast in which we come together and as moms we share, I won't call them our war stories, but our amazing moments with our little or not so little people, there are moments that may make you laugh, they may make you cry, they may make you want to pull your hair out, or like I was probably like a night ago, it made me just want to give up. So we want to share those fun moments and let you know you're not alone. We're going to encourage one another through our mom life roll call war stories, I'm going to call them right now for tonight. So what do we have? Do you guys have anything for this week? Absolutely. I definitely do. And I have one from an anonymous listener. So anonymous listener, I did see your email, so I am going to share um, your moment. And it is a picture day moment. I can just hear the groans from all the moms, like, oh, I know what this, what's happening. So she takes her two toddlers <laughs> to go take pictures. And she thought, okay, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's not that long. She said that by the end of picture day, something was broken in the lobby. Her child did it. <laughs> they were running around in circles. The person kept saying, smile. And right when they said smile, the child would burst into tears. Um, so many things, so many unexpected things happened. She thought, oh, I have toddlers now and not babies. For sure this is going to be tons easier. And she said it was like a tornado um, in that picture place. And I just want to say to that mom, 
I understand. I feel your pain. I don't know if any of you guys know, but I feel her pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, picture days are scary. They scare me. Mm-hmm. Girl, you remember when we took all those cute little face mama pictures and <laughs> it looked really cute on the camera? <laughs> It was rough. No one would ever know the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That's mom life, picture life. Well, I have one. And, you know, mine is interesting. I think my mom life moment was more totally about me than my child because I think that she showed me that um, for at least a night she thought she was the boss. So we had an amazing event that we went to. um, Actually, it was a Faith Mama, who we interviewed about a month ago, Alicia Powell, she released a, um, a prayer testimony book, which is amazing. And so we went to the event, and London's there. And how many people know that you should never miss nap time? Everyone raise your hand. So I miss nap time. <laughs> but I didn't have a choice in traveling. It does happen. And she was so excited, you know, and stimulated by being there that she was wired. But the interesting thing that I realized and that I had an amazing mom tell me um, was that, you know, she was being a three-year-old. And so her running around was just kind of what three-year-olds did. As I watched her stomp up wood steps, making tons of noise, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, please stop it. She's hiding and running under tables, tablecloths are swinging. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then she's like, mommy, I'm sorry. I want to be a good listener. And she knows. (laughs) <laughs> she's not listening to me. And I was about to have a meltdown, seriously. But after the fact, you know, I was told she's a child. And I think a lot of times us as parents, I'll talk about me as a mom, I'm so concerned that other people are going to think, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing a good job raising my child. Or, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to handle my child. And that's not true because what I realized is that London knew exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was supposed to do and what she wasn't supposed to do, which means she's being taught. For one thing. Number two, she was just in an environment, and she's three. Toddlers do stuff. They just do. And so it just really freed me last night. Well, not last night immediately. It was into this morning because I wasn't free last night. I was tired and a little upset with her last night. But this morning, (laughs) it freed me to realize as moms, I think we don't give ourselves enough grace and credit. And then I think sometimes as people, we don't need to be so critical of mothers and their children because children are being the way they are. And there's a reason I really feel that Christ told the disciples to let the little children come to him because they were probably running under tables and kicking rocks (laughs) just like London was doing. True story. That's so accurate, though, because I – so my mom life moment is kind of similar to that. So we're – you know, we – do our best to teach our children, you know, to be kind and loving and use manners and be respectful and all those kinds of things. So we um, have been teaching Brooklyn to say, excuse me, you know, when she passes gas or when she burps or when she needs to get by, like we would teach her, excuse me. And so we are in the grocery store the other day and she's in the cart and I'm pushing her and we walk by someone who like coughed and <laughs> she just blurts out, excuse you. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, proud of her because she used the right term in the right context, but then I was, like, slightly a little mortified because my my almost two-year-old just told this grown stranger, like, excuse you because they coughed. <laughs> okay, transparent moment. I am really not doing good with 
potty training my second child. I know that it's all me right now because I've been like super like, okay, look, you're just going to wear this pull-up right now or you're going to wear this diaper right now. And he'll be like, Mommy, i got to go to the potty. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, I'm coming in a minute. And then I just don't come. I don't know what is up with me. And then by the time I get there, he's like, oh, I pottied. And I'm like, great. And then I realized that meant that he, like, used his diaper and went in in his pants. And so – Recently, we, I was like, okay, I'm going to really step this game up. I'm going to step this game up. We're really going to get on the potty. It's going to be great, all this stuff. And um, I'm like, man, I did this with uh, Micah, which is my first son. I can do this again. I can do this with you, Noah. We're going to be successful. And Noah is so ready to be potty trained. But now he has gotten really comfortable in saying I pottied and, like, using his pull-up. And so... I'm actually reaching out to all the faith mamas out there. I really want you guys to post this on our page or send us an email for my sake because I'm looking for ways to help your child to be potty trained after you have caused them to regress. So please, (laughs) (laughs) from mom to mom, share the wealth and the knowledge because I really – he was doing so well, and then I got tired and I was just like, oh, man, a diaper, man, it just is much better right now. So now I'm like, I need to step my game up. So any faith mamas out there that have some advice on potty training after you have done the reverse, please <laughs> shout out, send out, email, whatever you can do. This is an SOS. All right, here we go. <laughs> mom life. I love it. That's mom life. Wait, but that's what the community is about, right? We're helping one another and, you know, look, we share our war stories, guys. We help each other in the trenches. Let's go. I'm feeling militant tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. Uh, today we are going to be discussing how to increase our capacity to love. So we've kind of gone through the different um, phases of love. Uh, We talked about in the first episode how God defined love, and then we talked about loving ourselves, and then we talked about last week how we love um, past pain. And so this week we really want to dig into how do we increase our capacity to love. So I'm going to pose a question before we jump into our scripture. And um, I want to ask you ladies, what are some things that you guys do uh, for yourselves to increase your capacity to, to love? Wow, that's a, that's a good question. And I don't necessarily know that I have a good answer. <laughs> Uh, but it's a really good question. I think as far as I know, how do I increase my capacity to love, the number one thing is just learning more about God. And I find that as I learn more about God through these podcasts, through having conversations with you ladies, through having conversations with uh, my husband, who's always talking about God, through having conversations on the Face Mama's Facebook page and all that, it's really stretching me, and um, God is really stretching me using all of these different modalities where the conversation just continues and really talking about love. I don't think before this year, I don't think I ever really just 
talked about love. I just kind of either expected love or tried to give love but never really talked about it. And the discussion has really been stretching me and um, growing me, and it's just been amazing. So I would say that's one of the ways that my capacity is being increased is through just the conversations that we've been having and learning more about God. I'm so glad you went first. Because I was sitting here like, I don't have an answer. And I still don't know that I have the best answer. But I will say it was something that you said. You guys, yep, London's back. I know you guys missed her for a couple of weeks. So she is this. Yep, hey, she's here. She's here. And as far as um, increasing my capacity love, I think just learning the definition of what it is has been very helpful for me. Because I have to be honest, I have not had the right definition for love. So I have been... Um, increasing my capacity for making sure, like, everyone around me was sane and nice and polite, and I hadn't, like, you know, um, rocked too many boats, but that's not love. So the beautiful thing about what we've been studying, and I'm so glad we're studying it, is that I'm learning the biblical definition and how God views love, so then that helps me to make sure I really, truly am loving the way I'm supposed to, because I have not been actively loving people the way I should be. That's really good. Uh, so for me, when I pose this question to myself, I, the first thing that popped into my head was like, just spend more time with God, right? And then God was like, well, yes, I want you to spend more time with me. And that is how, you know, you should increase your capacity to love is by understanding me and getting to know me on a deeper level every time we communicate. But then he pushed me a little further and he showed me that increasing my capacity to love also means increasing my ability to give love and um, be truly becoming a servant of God and giving God's love away. And the more we give God's love away, the more God can fill us up with his love. So I want to jump into tonight's or today's scripture. So we're going to, I'm going to read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. And just to kind of set the context of 1 Thessalonians, this is a letter written to the uh, church in Thessalonia from um, the Apostle Paul. And he's just basically writing um, to kind of check in on the church and find out kind of how the church has been going, how they've been um, engaging and staying faithful in their walk with Christ. And so the scripture uh, that I want to focus on here is going to come from First uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse, and I'm going to start reading at verse 11. Um, so it, the scripture says, Now may our God and our Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and our Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. So, ladies, what are your kind of initial first thoughts on that scripture? Well, had you read this right here, Ryan, before you asked me the question, I could have known the right answer, which is I need to have the power <laughs> of God increase my capacity to love. Now, I'm laughing and being funny, but I'm serious. Like, I listened to what you said. Now I was like, well, there's the answer. I need the Lord. 
they help me so that I can increase my capacity because it's the power from the Holy Spirit, you know, that gives us that. And I'm going to tell you, I was thinking about that because let's be honest, like we're mothers and perhaps mothers-to-be or people who might aspire to be in motherhood. And I'm going to let you know, sometimes when you have a family and kids, you can't even think about having the capacity to do anything else. And you're like, you want me to increase my capacity to love? Don't I love them? I show up every morning. I'm here. <laughs> I at least get up and I show up. But I love what you said, you know, all jokes aside, honestly, because listening to that, it goes back to what we've been talking about the whole month with love. And it still ties back to, which is good because it's what love is, it really ties back to God and him giving us the power to increase that capacity, and that comes by, you know, of course, us spending time with him, us reading the word, us just talking to him in plain language and saying, God, I need some capacity because I just don't have any. And he will help you. And I will give a true testimony. Um, I asked for prayer last night and because I felt just like it, I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. We didn't find out we were talking about this until today because <laughs> I felt I had no capacity for anything. And I got the best word ever where God was just basically he gave me the word to say, hey, you know what? You don't have capacity because guess what? You're in the wrong position. You're trying to do stuff you're not even supposed to be doing. And that's why you don't have it. You're burnt out. And so I say that to say if you want to know how to increase the capacity, what I just heard in that scripture, it, the source comes from God. And sometimes a simple thing you can do is ask. And that may be asking someone to pray with you, you know, just asking God and just believing he is going to answer because he sure did answer me last night because I was like, I have no capacity for anything. Love, nothing, none of them. No fruits of the spirit here. Capacity is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Running uh-huh. on fumes. <laughs> yes. You, you know, the scripture that you just read and all the things that we're talking about already, <laughs> You know, one thing that I was thinking about, about building this capacity or how God's building this capacity, is that God has to give you or send you situations and individuals that are hard to love in order to stretch your capacity to love. Like, and that's what I was hearing. It was like, I have to give you difficult situations to do this. Think about it. Like, love is patient. Love is kind. It's easy to do that in easy situations. Like, that's easy, but God says if you want your God was showing me if you want your capacity to be stretched, then you have to have difficult situations. It's just like going to the gym. Now I'm not a gym expert at all, uh, Ryan. You could probably chime in here a little bit more if I'm like messing up this whole gym analogy here. <laughs> but what I was thinking is that when you go to the gym and say you're really comfortable running a mile like you could run a mile in your sleep like it doesn't do anything for you anymore it's like it no longer benefits you to keep running a mile you need to do a mile and a half now and yeah the mile and a half might be a little bit more challenging but if you want to stretch your capacity and your ability you've got to go past your comfort level and that's one of the things that I was seeing here with Paul it's like you know, he knows the church. He knows the believers and the body of Christ. He's a, he's, he is the church. They're all the church. And we know how difficult it can be to have relationships and love people. And he's basically encouraging them to get go beyond um, the difficulty and love anyway. And 
that's one of the things that God was showing me. And I've been talking to another faith mama, Keisha, and we've been talking a lot. And um, she's been saying, you know, ever since faith month or love month started, it seems like the most difficult to love situations and people <laughs> have come up. And I realize now through this conversation is that that is God stretching your capacity and stretching your just making it making you have a larger ability to love. It's just amazing. Wow, this is so good. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you, that the Holy Spirit pressed that on your heart. It's, man, can I just say, like, first off, I love this sisterhood that God is building through Faith Mamas. And it blows my mind every single time that we, you know, get on the phone together for a podcast or a prayer call, and our spirits are truly, like, interconnected. And, like, God's presence is on this phone line because as you were sharing, Dominique, about um, how God has to place us in difficult situations that are, you know, hard for us to express love, I I was, um, as I was preparing for the podcast today, I I started thinking about, okay, God, like, how how do I increase my capacity to love? And I'm going to be transparent here. So I have a blended family. Um, we have uh, Brooklyn, our daughter, who will be two in April, and we also have a son, Jaden, who just turned 12 this year. And having a blended family is hard. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of mamas out there um, who have children by way of being a blended family, and there's just some really interesting dynamics that go on um, when you have a blended family. And one of the things that I have really been struggling with as a mom is mothering our son. And, you know, even though I didn't physically give birth to him, um, I still love, adore, and care for him in the same way that I care for the child that I did give birth to. And, you know, there are moments where I see glimpses of like, okay, this love that I'm giving is being reciprocated back from this child. Those moments are few and far between. There are, most of the moments are, you know, me saying I love you and there's silence. And so, like, God's really saying, like, God has truly been showing me, like, this little boy, he loves you. He may not always show it. He may not always say it, but he does. And I need you to just continue to pour love onto him until it clicks for him. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. It doesn't matter um, whether or not I think I am being, um, the love is being reciprocated. The point is that God has been showing me is like you just have to give it because you're essentially his mom too. You just have to give him love. And um, so I'm really glad that uh, the Holy Spirit pressed pressed that on your heart because that is definitely um, something that the Lord has been showing me. We're all sitting here floored because that was deep. Yeah, and it's so good because one of the things that God was showing me through that is that sometimes your love, you pouring this love and this patience and this kindness, everything that love is, you pouring that on someone that it may be difficult, you know, at that time to do that because it doesn't seem to be reciprocated, that love may be the very key 
right? That love may be the very key to get them from where they are to where God is trying to take them. I just thinking about Jesus, like your the love that you have for your son reminded me of Jesus. And it really was Jesus had to go on a cross for some people that were not reciprocating, for people that were like literally gambling over his clothes while he was hanging on a cross. And he had to go there and show love before they ever showed love to him back in return. And he did it because he knew that his love, his love was going to set them free. And I just think about, you know, um, blended families. I also think about individuals who have married a person that has gone through divorce. I also think about, like, sometimes the things that people go through make it difficult for them to show love to anyone else. And by, mm-hmm. by us continuing to pour love, even in those areas that might be difficult, it's almost like pouring like, like some type of medicine into wounds. And the wounds are being healed because of this love. And it just really showed me, when you shared that, Ryan, it just really showed me how powerful love is and how how amazing in the transformational power that it has. So, whew. Yeah, you know, Dominique, you, again, <laughs> touched on a lot of what I was thinking, and you said something that is key, though, the, too, and that is like, you know, so we're a reflection of God. We keep talking, I feel like every week we talk about we're made in his image, and we are, and we always get back to that point that we're in his image. And so if we're in his image and we're supposed to be the vessels that reflect what Christ did, that means, you know, those times in which we're not, always seeing love reciprocated. We're still supposed to give it because there's still something, you know, supernaturally that is happening in our, you know, in the spiritual realm, I believe, that we can't see. There's still seeds that are being deposited. And literally when you open yourself up like that, you open the power of God, open up for the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through you, and you just never know what's going to happen when you do that. You never know. I mean, you could, like, be changing you know, you could be turning oh, like a cruise ship around, and you don't even know you're turning it just by consistently giving that that love. But I realize in order to get that to give, we have to get it from somewhere, and that's okay. to get it from God. Like we have to go like get filled up so we can pour it out. Because to have that capacity to do it, you got to be plugged into the one that's the source of it. Because it can be difficult. You know, let's be real; it can be really hard. A lot of times we do things for people because we expect a smile or a thank you or some kind of something given back to us, we expect to receive, and it's really difficult sometimes to just consistently do, and you don't see the results. It can really be, you know, it definitely takes the power of God to help you to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that, as you were talking, Denise, I don't know if you guys got a chance to um, check out the Faith Mamas podcast page uh, on Facebook, but there was a question posed on, on the Facebook page. And that was whether you thought love um, is love is not deserved, love is given. And the question poses is, is love deserved or is love something that is just given? And I think this all fits really well into the conversation is that, like, God gave us all the choice of free will, right? He gave us the, the opportunity to choose his way or not. And so... Um, if we're saying that we believe in God and we are followers of Jesus Christ, then we have to accept that we were created to give love freely, 
no matter what is given back to us in return. We were created to exude Christ's love for other people. And, and you know, let me say this because I know someone's going to say, well, okay, I'm supposed to give love no matter what if someone's treating me bad. Nope, we didn't say that. Mm-mm. We didn't say to be treated bad. We said to give love. And, you know, so make sure you look at the definition of love that's in First Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through about 8, I believe, and see what we're talking about when we say love. We're not telling anyone to stay in a situation in which you're being mistreated because that, you know, your peace, your safety is important. But if you read into the definition, it also tells you don't keep a record of wrongdoing. You know, make sure we're quick. That means you have a quick to forgive. We're being patient. But it doesn't mean to stay in a situation that's harmful. That is not what God intends for love to be. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you clarified that because um, – there is actually a part of that scripture that points directly to that. It says, um, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we want to love people and ignore the truth, and that's mm-hmm. not love. And if the truth is that I'm in a dangerous situation, that's, then I have to acknowledge that truth, right? Um, and that's a loving action to do. And, man, this is so good. This is so good. When Ryan sent out that we were going to be talking about this, I, like, Oh, I'm so excited. But that also goes toward our capacity to love is understanding what that means and understanding that me leaving a a dangerous situation is loving for both parties involved. Mm -hmm. It's loving for me because I'm getting out of a a dangerous situation and I'm I'm acknowledging the truth. But it's also loving to the uh, person that is a danger. Because what it does is it allows God to intervene and it allows God to begin to shake that person up and to show them themselves so that they can become who God called them to be. And sometimes the most loving thing that we can do is to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that talk about some capacity. For a, lot of, for a lot of people, myself included, the capacity to love <laughs> the capacity to love and leave, oh, that is some serious capacity that God has to build inside of us. And God is showing me that I want to build this love capacity in you that you realize that you champion love over someone someone's feelings. And you champion love over your own feelings. And that you choose love actions before you choose to make someone happy. And that just, man, it just continues to blow my mind. God says, I want to build, I want to stretch. God has just been saying, I want to stretch your capacity so much so (laughs) that you can leave a situation and still walk in love because you understand love in a, in a more complete way than you ever did or than you did yesterday. And every day we go forward in this type of conversation and these types of experiences, God is saying, I want you to understand love in a more complete way today. And it's just like, whew, it's just hmm. mind-blowing for me. You know, this is so timely. Like, I keep, like, I, yes, darling. <laughs> All right, see, that's love. That's patience. I said, yes, darling. I'm working on it <laughs> But, you know, it's interesting, and I'm glad we're talking about this because we're talking about it before the month of February, and a lot of times people get really hung up between February 1st and the 14th because of Valentine's Day. And I'm so glad 
that God is so strategic that he had us talk about this in January before February came because we're going to have a lot of freedom as we walk into February because we're going to understand that the root of love is not tied around a date or a time of the year. I'm excited. This is awesome. This is good stuff. Amen. Yeah, and I, I think something else um, that you honed in on, Dominique, was about increasing our capacity to love. Choosing love over our feelings is still an act of love. And I think that sometimes we, as human beings, the flawed humans that we are, we sometimes, like, blur the lines between our feelings and what God says love is. And the deeper our relationship grows with Christ and the more that we um, communicate with him and, and get to know him and study his word and, and pray, um, the definition of love becomes so much more clear in our lives. And so when we are faced with situations that, you know, we think we should walk away from or if we're faced with situations that um, don't necessarily feel good or we know that it's a harmful place for us to be in mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, that defining truly what love is from God's perspective gives us that clarity to say, okay, I can do this with a, with a pure heart knowing that this is still an act of love. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the way that the terminology that's being used like I heard someone saying, I don't know if it was Janice or Ryan, but somebody was saying um, to give love, to give love, to give love. And I kept thinking, that is so awesome because a lot of times we talk about feeling love. I feel love. I feel in love. I'm in love or all these things. And it's so surrounded by a feeling. And God keeps showing me that love is not a feeling. It's a choice that you make every single day. And he said that's why you can say to a complete stranger, I love you, because what you're basically saying is I'm choosing to love you in this moment. I'm choosing to be patient, to be kind. I'm choosing this because that is what God would want me to do. And I'm choosing this. Actually, it's so funny. God is like, I need you to choose it for my sake, not for the person's sake. He's like, I'm choosing this for God. I'm choosing this for my father because that is what he would want me to do. And when we begin to do things because to please God, like we begin to love people in order to please God, then when we start looking for the, uh, the, the payback, quote, unquote, or for it to be reciprocated, then we start looking to God for that instead of, to the person that we've given it to because we're not doing it for them. We're doing it for God. And it reminds me of my kids. Like they'll do something nice, like they'll share their toy, and then they'll come to me and like, I shared, Mommy, and what, is, what do I do? Good job, Micah, right? And I say good job. He doesn't look at the person he shared with to say, I shared, little child, that probably is not going to tell me good job. He doesn't do that. He, he comes to mommy, the one he's actually, the reason that he's actually doing it, because mommy taught him to do this, and he, mommy taught him that this is good to do, and he's coming to mommy and saying, I did it. I did the very thing you taught me how to do. And God is just showing me that's what I need you to do, um, to come to me when you've shared love with someone and say, God, I did it. Yes, it was hard. It was excruciating. <laughs> but I did it, God. And let God say, Good job, daughter. I'm so excited that you're doing this. 
And that's one of the things God is showing me. He was like, I want you to come to me to celebrate all the acts of love that you did. He's like, I want to celebrate with you just like you want to celebrate with your kids when they do something that you taught them. Man, that's awesome. That's so good. That's awesome. And it's true. And you know what's interesting? Like, I was listening to what you were saying, Dominique, and the thing is, you know, a lot of people, are they're upset, you know, like, well, where is God when something happens? And, Where's God? If God was real, I wouldn't feel this way. Well, the truth is, we would show if we would show love the way God told us to do, because we are His hands and feet on the ground. I told you I was going to tie this into war somehow. I was feeling kind of warlike, so you know, like we're the foot soldiers, and if we're supposed to, if we do what you just said, then we actually allow like heaven to infiltrate earth the way it wants to, because it's through us. Yeah, you know, God can do whatever he wants to. He can, but he chose to partner with us in life, and he wants us. You know, it's like you said, it's the best feeling when you, you show the love and you know that, you know, it's, it's blessing someone else and we're doing the things God would have us to do. You know, he wants us to have that feeling because he knows what it's like. You know, he does that for us every day. And so when we do these acts, we do the things we're supposed to, we are allowing someone to feel him, to feel his love, to know he exists. Have you ever had someone tell you, oh, my gosh, you don't know, I just prayed about this this morning, and you came and gave me $20? And you're looking like, okay. But you don't know that for them, they prayed to God, and God asked you to go do something. And you obeyed. And so you partnered with him in life to help someone do a to, Okay, baby, to fulfill a need. And you also help them to increase their faith and know that, you know what, God really heard what I was saying. I mean, it changes the atmosphere. It changes the landscape when we do those kind of things. Like we change the whole game, and we just really allow God to do what he intended for us to do with him. So I I really, um, I think we're getting close to our time, but this conversation is so powerful. And as I was kind of thinking through this before we jumped on uh, to record today, God was really showing me that giving love will help increase our capacity as we've talked through this conversation today. And so one of the things I was thinking um, that would be a good challenge for our listeners to do would, would be to, um, you know, seek God's wisdom and guidance first, of course. Um, but this week, sometime throughout the week, stretch yourself to, to give love to a person, to a circumstance, to a situation um, that you've been struggling with. Maybe it's, um, you know, and I can be transparent, I've had some turbulent relationships in my life with my one of my maternal grandmothers. And, you know, Maybe it's I just need to pick up the phone and call her and say, I love you. And Or maybe, you know, you're going through um, a situation that is with another person that you love dearly or a turbulent relationship. It, I'm not, it doesn't even have to just be a turbulent relationship. Maybe there's a need in your church. Maybe there's a need um, at the school you work at. Maybe there's a need in the doctor's office that you work at or that you go to. But find a, a, a situation or a circumstance in your life and, and identify that and then push yourself to, to, to give love and speak life into that situation. Woo! That I like is it. powerful exercise, and it has me shaking in my boots. I think I might have just put myself on the hook, too, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was going to come out of my mouth about my grandmother, but, man, 
<laughs> I was going to say thanks, Ryan. <laughs> yes, this is going to, I believe that you're so right, Ryan, that God does want to stretch our capacity, and and he wants to use what we consider difficult um, circumstances or people that we have some difficult relationships with to do that. And I encourage um, each and every person that does partake in this challenge, myself included, to ask God first, God, show me how to show your love in this situation. Show me how to show your love in this situation. And guess what? If you go and God says, I want you to call such and such and such and say, I love you, and you call them and you say it, and that person goes, okay, then guess what you can do? You can go back to God and say, God, I did it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I did it. It doesn't matter you know, whether it seemed as though they received it, you can run back to God who gave you, who's ultimately giving this whole challenge right now, even though it's coming out of Ryan's mouth. God is giving us this challenge. So we have the license to be able to go back to God, whether it goes well or doesn't, and be excited and say, God, I did it, just like our child will come to us and say, Mommy, I shared my toy. Like, God, I did it, and be excited you know, no matter what the outcome, that, God, I did it, and I know that you're stretching me, and this is awesome. I like that. And I'm going to say something, and you guys are going to correct me because we're doing this live, so y'all correct me live. Don't even edit me out if y'all don't agree. But what if, <laughs> if we do it, <laughs> we do it, you know, have people post to the page, God, I did it. Now, understand what I'm about to say. You're not telling the page you did it. But I believe that something's going to happen, that as people confess that, it's going to encourage someone who might see it to be like, you know what, okay, all right, if they've done it, I can do it. I can do this. I can do this because I know what we're asking is not easy because we're asking you to potentially step in to something that probably has not been comfortable or that you may have never addressed. But I do believe that if God has given us the direction, and I know he is to do this because I do believe this. I believe God is in a season where he wants to reconcile a lot of relationships. And in order to reconcile relationships, you've got to be in position. And if you're not in position – it's kind of difficult for that reconciliation to happen because, you know, everyone's at this standoff. They're doing it, having a standoff. Like, I'm not going to budge if you're not going to budge. And God is kind of, the Holy Spirit is coming behind us and saying, but I told you to budge, so you're going to move. And so we all have to move. <laughs> so, but sometimes it helps when you have someone's hand. And so to me, as you guys see this post that says, God, I did it, know we're holding your hand. We're with you. For those who might be a little nervous about it, if you want us to pray with you, inbox us, you know, messages. We'll pray for your strength and for guidance with you. Um, we're going to be praying for you anyway um, this week because we believe that God is doing something amazing, and we want to be in full participation with that. And we also want to be here as a community of Faith Mamas. That's what we're about, and we support one another. So you're not by yourself. You're not. You are never, please know that you are not by yourself. So powerful, yes. And I can just see, like, all these little things. And people are like, God, I did it. What in the world are they talking about? <laughs> and that's another thing. It'll create some buzz because somebody's going to say, did what? And so we're just going to hope that people who didn't listen are going to say, what are you guys doing? And we're just going to going to be this massive move of love that's just going to sweep this whole week. Let's go. Let's do it. Amen. Amen. Um. Well, I feel led to pray us out. Father God, I thank you so much, Lord, uh, for faith mamas. I thank you for the community of women, of moms that you are bringing together and knitting together with your spirit and your love, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for the sisterhood 
uh, that you are forming within this community, Father God. I thank you for every listener, Father God, who this podcast touches, Father God. I thank you so much for their lives, Lord God. And I just ask, Father, that you be with them as they go and take the challenge this week to increase their capacity to love, Lord God. Because we know, Father God, that when we increase our capacity to love, Lord God, that we are filling ourselves up with you. And so that we can continue to pour out and to pour onto people, Lord God, the love that you have given us, Father. Thank you so much, God, that you've challenged us to increase our capacity to love, Lord. Increasing our capacity to love, Lord God, is going to draw more people, draw more moms, draw our nation back to you, Father. I thank you so much, Lord God, and I recognize, Lord God, that love is a really hard thing for people to understand, for people to wrap their head around, for people to walk in love. It is so hard, Lord God. It is so hard to walk in love, especially when our feelings and our emotions get in the way, Lord God. It is hard to walk in love, Lord God. But we know, Father God, that you created us in your image, Lord God, and you are love, Lord God. So because your spirit lives within us, Lord God, we know that you have equipped us with the capacity to love, Father. You have equipped us with the capacity to love, and I thank you. I thank you so much, God. I just pray, Father God, for every listener who takes the challenge, Lord God, that you be with them, that you remind them, Lord God, that you will never leave them or forsake them, and that as they take the challenge to increase their capacity to get to know you, Father, that you are right there holding their hand, Lord God, every step of the way. I thank you so much, Father, for all that you are doing. I thank you, Lord God, for just allowing your love to shower over us every minute of every day, Father God. I thank you. It is in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen.